glad you guys could join us again. Very, very packed weekend of, of some big games. We had some great results today. You can see the big smile on my face. You can see Jasheen is just, you know, no emotion. Very well rested, you can probably see on Jasheen's side. Um, and we'll get into that later. Um, but we had a big weekend, the two of us. Um, we went to uh, see Odessa um, Friday night. Quite the show. Quite the show. What do you think? There is a wild show. It was my first good. Odessa. Uh, you've seen them before, right? Yeah. They, yeah. They, they, it wasn't as good as their last show that I saw, the last tour, but... I mean, they they just always bring it. They they have the live drum line. They, those guys are very. I like the venue, Shoreline in Palo Alto. Great venue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's an awesome venue. Uh, it was my first time there, um, at that venue. And but how was your how was your heart rate that night? Peaking. It was peaking. It was you, um, you know peaking. for for unknown reasons. I think I was probably at like 150, peaking? 160. Unknown reasons. We don't so know. You got some good cardio done. Yeah. It's, it's, crazy always, how, uh, it's, it's always crazy a workout. On concert nights, your heart rate just. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. You know, <laughs> I just the, get. The music, you think? I'm just, I'm moving around. I'm just dancing a lot, you know. Right. Um, right. Yeah, just a lot of sweat, um, you know. Um, but yeah, it, it just seems to happen at, at EDM concerts. Don't know right. what the explanation is. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but it was fun. We had a party bus, had, had a big crew. Yeah, and um, I, I got into a little Jamie XX after the Jashin, concert. Jasheen well. was vibing on the way back while everybody was, you know, was everybody was tired and and whatnot. Um, Jasheen was still going, um, going strong. He had a high heart rate on the bus ride back. Yeah, now that's saying something. Oh, but yeah. no, it, it was a fun concert. Um, I liked the drums. You know, the lighting, the live drum lines. Those guys, yeah. The singer, uh, what's yep. the thing towards the end? She was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Charlie Houston. Yeah, it was um, a good, it was a good, good night out. Party bus made it fun as well. But yep, yeah, and night. then um, we played some golf yesterday, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah, and Balen, I'll, I'll put my hand Balen's, up. Balen's um, Golf Club in Palo Alto, everyone. Um, nice course, link style, and, wide open. Uh, uh, when yeah. I asked Shane where he wanted to play, he said somewhere where I can spray the ball anywhere and. So I'd pick Balin, which is the most wide taking, open golf course. Taking out of context, and then if that's how um, you want to play like that, then we'll we'll, we'll do it like no, that. No, no, I'll say, and, and I will say, Jasheen did beat me yesterday for the first time in his life. Right, and, um, and let's let's pause there. Uh, hello, Dev. Hello, Neil. For you listening, <laughs> I'll send you the scorecard next time I see you, Devin Neil. Let's yeah. Patel's cousins, Summit Patel's cousins. I'll show you the golf scorecard, and if you have any questions, you can chat to me. You can chat to Zach. Um, uh, yeah, Seth, yeah, yeah. you can chat to Nikhil here. What was the wait? Wait, but I do want to. I do want to say something. Yesterday, I want to say something. No, wait. It was you. You shot an eighty-nine, which good for you. That was you played well. Um, and I shot a ninety, which is a bad day for me. Um, I had a five putt on the hole. I just was all over the place um, yesterday, but. Uh, let's not gloss over the fact that we went into yesterday. We, would, we were playing a, a two-man. It was two v two match play. You and Zach versus me and and Nickel, my cousin. And and do we do we know what what was the the match was? We me and Nickel were two down with two holes left. And what did you what did you do in the last two holes? You went. What did you get? You got bogey on seventeen. I think I got I got par and bogey. Uh, you parred you parred eighteen? No, you didn't. No, I bogeyed eighteen. And you bogeyed uh, 17 as well, the long part, long part three. Yeah, you bogeyed. So you went, you went bogey, bogey. And then I went, me and Nickel both parred, so we won 17. Zach, I think, bogeyed 17. And then um, and then 18, um, if I remember correctly, I had a like a 35, 40-foot putt down the hill um, for birdie. And, um, and I just drilled it in your face. And that, that that bought the game the the match to all square. So the the match of the day, which was what was the most important thing, um, we tied. And let's not gloss over the fact that um, everyone who's watching, so people who watch and play golf, uh, my guy Jashin here, when he's in a hazard, he has this habit of pulling the the plants around his golf ball, patting down the the grass behind the golf ball and the plants and the bush and the shrubs, so he has a clean lie. 
Now, I don't know about you, but that's just against the rules of golf. That's not how I played golf. I don't know how they did it in South Africa. I also played golf in Zambia growing up, so that's not how we played back then. It's not the rules. Jashin also lines up his ball when it's not on the green. You know, it's on the fringe. Um, these are two things that I noticed, which, you know, I did give him strokes for that. You know, we always rib each other throughout the gate, throughout the day when we're playing, but I didn't give him the strokes on that, the official score. So just want to let everyone know he beat me by one, but, you know, a handful of times these situations popped up throughout the day. Did you, um, did you, did yeah. you lose yesterday to me? Did you lose yesterday? No, I, I said, like I said, I, I hand up, I lost, but we just need to give people the facts. And, and they can uh, make their own determination. Devin Neal, determination. Uh, I hope you're doing well. Yeah, by the way, uh, you're saying uh, that you want Devin Neal to know about this. Those guys, those are two men of honor. They they men of honor. They they know the rules. So You were always going to find some kind of excuse. It could have been the weather. It could have been your con physical, mental condition. You were always going to find something. No, I had a bad day. So you yesterday was a so, day to get me. And also, by the way, the funny thing with Jashin, everyone yeah. knows. So Jashin, you know, he's, he, he plays off as if he's this guy who can talk a lot of shit. But... The, the, Jashin, the reason why he hasn't beaten me ever until yesterday was, you know, we always kind of are in the know of what each other's scores are heading into the last few holes. Yesterday, Jashin was keeping track of scores. Usually I do this. And and Jashin was keeping track yesterday. And I we get on the 17 tee box, and I know he's probably like four, three, four shots ahead. So I'm like, all right, today you got me. Let me just see where you're at. And he didn't. He didn't let me see, guys. He did not let me see. So that just tells you right there the guy is in his head. Um, you know, he, he's he, every time he hits the ball, he's walking fifty yards ahead by himself because he just wants to focus on himself. Can't take the shit. Um, so this is the type of guy he is. He can't really take the shit while he's playing. And you know, me as as opposed to me, you know, when the pressure was on the last two holes, one under through two holes, and you know, tie the game. So there we go, guys. Make your own decisions and judgments based on that. And you lost to me, so thanks. I did, yeah, I did, yeah, on gross, yeah, 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 yeah. sure. You played right. great, you played great. I'll give so it to let's, you. So let's get going, thank you very much. Yeah, you had and, a, lot of, uh, a, lot, a lot of straight 220-yard drives. All right, let's get going with the episode today. <laughs> Wait, before we get to that, how many times did you, yesterday, this is also very funny, Justine hit his ball, he hit a lot of fairies yesterday, I'll give credit, he hit his drive, and then he would walk there, and he's like, where's my ball? And, oh, his ball is 30 yards back. <laughs> that happened like three or four times. You have to admit that was kind of and funny. And you and you lost to me. And I did lose. Yes, All right. I played bad. I had a five putt. When's the last time I did that? I probably didn't do that since I was like ten. Um. All right. Well, let's get into the real shit. So we'll talk about this. This is a soccer podcast. So we'll talk about soccer. Um. We'll get into the big game of the day. It just ended. Liverpool versus Spurs. Um. Huge win for Liverpool. Yes. Um, and then we'll talk about the big game at Villa Park today. Unai Emery. Unai Emery. And then um, and then we'll talk about some of the other games. MLS Cup final was this weekend. Um, it's a couple other storylines. Chelsea Arsenal was early today as well. And then we will have a special segment today. Love is Blind. So people that watch Love is Blind on Netflix, we're going to talk about the new season. I think there's still a couple episodes left to come out, but we'll talk about everything so far. You know, as a as a reality show uh, fiend, Love is Blind, when it came out during the pandemic, it's just, you know, it's a crazy show, crazy characters. We'll get into all of it. So let's start with Liverpool Spurs. Huge win. That was a... Huge. That was a must-win game for us. And this is the point where I'm at with Liverpool. I've reset expectations, right? We are only going for the top four. So I know against these big teams, we're going to be able to bring it. We did it against City. We did it against Tottenham. We started hot. We got up to that 2-0 start. I mean, the goals were, were Salah is back to his old self. The, the second goal was dire, you know, <laughs> diabolical. <laughs> oh, that guy, he sucks, man. Oh. You know, everybody's talking about Trent, you know. Oh, Trent, uh, you know, Southgate was in the stands watching Trent for the England game. He better fucking watch out for Derek Dyer because he's going to fuck it up for England. That guy, Direwolf, that little Who would you rather have and sent it back for England in two weeks from now, Eric Dyer or Harry Maguire? <sighs> oh, fuck. Let's see. <laughs> Dude, man, this is the problem, man. This is the problem. 
Oh, I'd take Dyer. I think I'd take Dyer. But at that level, at that type of game, Eric Dyer cannot make that kind of mistake. At he that can't. Level, yeah, he can't. Like, but I will say, like, that was that was like a – Dyer's pretty good. He's been pretty reliable this season. I think he's been pretty good. That was just, uh, you know, 99 out of 100 times he's going to head that ball correctly. just so happened mm. the one <laughs> happened in, in a big moment, and he's got Mo Salah on his back. So – it was crazy. I mean, you know, Nunes started the game really well. It seems like him and Salah are starting to find this partnership and link-up play. My guy is an agent of chaos. He's 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 the Jameis Winston of soccer, all you NFL guys. He's just the most clumsy-looking player sometimes. Like, sometimes he'll just dribble and like a 10-year-old and lose the ball. But then he'll also then – he's got this crazy speed, raw talent. So it's it's – slowly molding itself together and i mean he's he's still very raw but i think he's starting to get his feet settled in and he's getting the minutes in you know the, the he had that red card which i think just screwed up his whole his confidence and everything just kind of got shot through that so he's kind of back now and solid scoring again so that was good it got a little got a little nervy at the end i'm not gonna lie i was a little scared um what about I mean, that Harry was, Kane header who could have made it 2-2 right at the end? You were shitting your pants, weren't you? I was. I was literally sh- I was shitting myself. But you know what? It was that so speaking of the header, I did a little I was I did a little I don't I didn't bet on I usually don't bet on like the scoreline for Liverpool games, but I bet this little prop parlay. So I had Salah over three and a half shots, Nunez over three shots, and Kane over two and a half shots. Twenty dollars to pay out like one twenty. I missed it by a half shot from Salah. Oh, my goodness. So when I saw the Kane thing happen, I was like, oh, wait, did I just win? Because I was count- I was mentally trying to count, and then I went and looked at the stats officially after fucking Salah was at three. Needs one more. Oh, well, but yeah, I mean, it was so it was Kane, an awesome Kane game. Kane got three shots. Nunez got three shots. Salah just had three Nunez had four, yeah, and then Salah needed one more, yeah. Yeah, but it was and it was how, awesome. How were you speaking of bets? How were your college bets yesterday? Huge day, seven and two. We're up, but we're right now. NFL is going on right now, and it's not good, not looking good. And so Liverpool, after that win, right? I think you know when you go to Spurs, tough, tough place. Antonio Conte, tough place to go. Antonio to. Conte, and oh wow, um, <laughs> you've been using that word quite a lot lately. Uh, <laughs> So good, good win, and also I think um, Salah, yeah, and Nunez, Salah and Nunez have been under pressure, right? Well, it just feels like the media on their backs. Klopp's being asked questions every time. Salah not the same. Is Nunez when Nunez with that price tag? He's just expected to score every week, right? So yeah. now I guess Salah's got his groove. What is he scored in the last five or six games? He's got about eight and nine goals or something like that. I think before today, yeah. So now it's it's nine and eight because before today it was seven and seven. Yeah, in all competitions, so he's he's so you can't he's really back complain to uh, about his goal tally right now. Nunez, yeah, the issue... no, he was suspended as well, but Nunez, you expect Nunez to score five or six more than he has so yeah. far. Yeah, the the thing with Salah is, and even Nunez, the issue with Liverpool so far this season is not the attacking. We've been scoring a lot of goals. It's the the defensively we're a shadow of what we used to be. And they're still trying to figure that out because today still there's so many moments. Trent was kept getting caught out with Sessegnon on that the right side. So and he just got bailed out. Konate played today, which that's it's so big for him to be back because he's way better than Gomez. I think he's yeah, yeah. physically just more composed. He can bully people. But it's about um, partnerships, right? So Konate. Yeah. So if him back. and him and Van Dyke, you know, they're going to be playing the big games together, and then Matip, I think, is the one behind. And then I think it's Gomez, which, you know, Gomez played well against City. I give him credit there. But ever since the City game, he's not really played that well. Speaking of Nunes, I want to do a little game, all right? So I want to read off the stats. I'm going to say striker A, striker B. And then I want you to tell me who you would take, okay? So striker A, okay? 118 minutes per goal. 102 minutes per goal involvement, okay? And then striker B, 224 minutes per goal and 112 minutes per goal involvement. So goal involvement is goals and assists, right? So, I'll so take based striker, on those striker stats... B. I'll take striker B. What striker? The 224 minutes per goal? So you yeah. don't want any... You don't, you want fewer goals from your striker? 
Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, do you want to know? Do you want to? Do you want to know who the two are? Uh, Ronaldo, isn't it? Nunez no, and Ronaldo. No, it's Nunez and Gabriel Jesus. So, what, what is what is everyone's opinion of Gabriel Jesus right now? Right now, people are saying one of the signings he, of the summer. Yeah, one of the signings of the summer. So Nunez for playing literally half, almost just over half the amount of minutes. He's got the same amount of goals through all competitions. Now, assist-wise, Jesus has six versus one for Nunes. But I'm talking about if you just take the goal per minutes per goal involvement, Nunes is doing it every 100 minutes. So if you just look at the stats for how much he's played, he's actually not. He's actually done pretty fucking good. So I, 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 I think the the thing that you're saying, I get it. I think is the price tag, also because Holland is just putting up crazy stats. So I also like I did this game with you. I pulled up Holland's stats as well. This guy, 52 minutes per goal. Oh so he is, he is just on a different... like. So I think yeah. the fact that Holland is just doing it at this crazy pace, it's Doesn't also like it's magnifying that the fact mm -hmm. that Nunez is thinking they're both the same type of striker. They're both fast, big guys and thing. But Nunez is still a couple of years away from getting to that level, you know, if he can get there. So, and, um, But after that win, Sonny, you, uh, Liverpool are still in eighth position, correct? Yeah, but we gained uh, we gained three points against yeah, but uh, you still, you still against a lot of teams. Yeah, that was a must win. I mean, hey, listen, we we know where we're at. I, like I said, I reset expectations, and the the thing right now is get to the. We got one more game against Southampton next week. Get to the World Cup and then coast. Hey, your soccer team is as shit as your golf game. No, a bad I day. I had a bad day. Like you said, you know, Friday night, you know, my heart rate was was going up. I had, I had a I had a pretty big and workout Klopp, Friday Klopp night. Survives another week, doesn't he? Barely surviving another week, isn't he? No, these Man United guys are going to try and draw this narrative that clop out, clop out. But the, he's got the backing of the owners. You know, the reports came out midweek. We're gonna we've opened up the war chest. We're gonna go all in for Jude Bellingham, which is you know that's the dream. But then it looks like we're also gonna go heavily for Declan Rice. So. One of the two guys we just need to go at. We need to get one of them. So, Dude, what the they, Eagles they, are going to do to the Cowboys, I did to you on the golf course yesterday. Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown. Oh, my goodness. What the, the, Eagles, Eagles the Eagles barely beat Dallas with Cooper Rush. Mm. Don't talk football when you don't even watch it. Mm. Don't, don't come to me about football when you don't even watch a lick of it. You watch one game a year, maybe. Bill's Chiefs. Two games a year. There you go. So don't don't come at me with football if you, you want to open that Pandora's box. Trust me. Mm. Well, trust what me. we know is I did to you what Eagles did to the Cowboys. Yeah. Okay. And, and 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 also uh, what Aston Villa did to Man United today. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about that now. All right. So let's, let's move talk about to um, Aston Villa Man United. Yes. Yes. What the hell happened, huh? So Aston. Oh, uh, Villa... Before you get before you start, can we just set up? Um, what did you do last night? I went out last night. Oh, you went out last night. Okay. Um, and we all, everyone across the country, everyone in America had an extra hour of sleep. By the way, I also went out. I went to a comedy show, some laughs, um, a couple of drinks, you know, came back a little late, went to bed around one. Um, I woke up and watched the second half of the Man United game. Um, but I, I woke up also, also went to bed to a text from, from you. And what was that text? I'll be watching the replay at 8.30. Watching the replay. Everyone, notice this. He's watching the replay. I, call, I told you everyone about this. This man does not watch the games live. And, and yet he's a diehard fan. So, okay, now you can talk. Thank you very much. Um, Aston Villa <laughs> 3, Manchester United 1. Say it, say it with more authority, please, like you usually do. I said the score. Everyone Aston said. Villa 3, Man United 1. Let's get into yeah. the first half. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Aston Villa fired their useless coach, Steven Gerrard. Yeah, he wasn't week. cutting. He wasn't he doing well. He was useless. He's won more trophies than Man United have in the last like 10 years. he was at Liverpool. How many trophies has he won in United in the last 10 years? Yeah, he's won more. Exactly. So, shut up. You counting the Scottish trophies? He still won it. He When's the last time Rangers won the league before he got mm -hmm. there? He brought them back, so... Give him so, credit. Yeah, Steven Gerrard. Give him a little credit. Give him a little credit. You can. He didn't do it for Aston Villa. I'll give you that. But he still brought Rangers back. So Rangers might beat you guys. They're in the fucking Champions League this year. You guys. You guys finished second in Europa League. Um, <laughs> you know what? I was worried about that new manager bounce, man. That new manager. Yeah, bounce. I told you. 
Um, Unai Emery comes in. Good track record with Sevilla, yes. with Villarreal. Yes. Um, do you remember when he was coach of Arsenal? He was trying to learn his English and he used to say, Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Yeah, there was a clip. There was a clip on Twitter. There was a clip on Twitter. It was like, it was Unai Emery to all the United fans. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. And another famous one was, We can improve and we can do better. We can improve. So, Unai Emery, great coach. and But I didn't expect Villa to come out the way they did. Uh, given the struggles they've been having, but I guess he's translated his instructions quite well straight away. First 10 minutes, 2-0 down, unacceptable, man. You cannot be 2-0 down so quickly. There's some good goals too, though. Good goals. And, well, Luke Shaw had a nightmare giving away that free kick, right? Yeah, Which yeah, Willis yeah. Which yeah, yeah. second goal from. But, yeah, he was, was diabolical. Was still a classy free kick, though. That was... Good free kick. You can't save it. And then, I mean, yeah, the first goal too. Um... I forget who it was, Villa. That was the Jalen Ramsey. Was it Jalen Ramsey? No, it was um, Leon Bailey scored, but someone in the midfield was the one who kept the ball. He dribbled around a few guys and then he cut in. Ramsey gave the ball to Bailey to score. Ramsey did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was yeah. And then you know, so that was the best news when I woke up. I woke up at uh, at six thirty, like like true soccer fans do in this country, Um, and and I I woke up to a two nil. It was incredible. Oh, and then, <laughs> but I honestly, I, I didn't think we're going to have like a Brentford situation here. Uh, we looked fragile, unstable at the back, but still I'm like, ooh, at 2-0 down, I'm like, I still think we can get something out of the game, 2-2 or 3-2. Then we started getting into the game yeah. towards the end of the first half. And then Ronaldo missed the sitter, and I'll get on to Ronaldo later, but Ronaldo missed a sitting header. Luke Shaw had a shot, lucky goal. Now you two one lucky down. Goal. Lucky goal, yeah, very lucky, lucky goal. goal. Oh, deflected shot. So, right? so that trades off with the Ronaldo sitter. So basically one. <laughs> Get into halftime at two one. You're thinking, even though uh, Villa were on top for most of the first half, we 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 were getting into it, right? But overall, still poor out the blocks. You cannot start a Premier League game like that. You know, like Liverpool have been doing that recently, like getting a goal, going a goal down early on makes things very difficult. Yeah, 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 Especially yeah. Especially when you, um, you know, struggling to find your form like Liverpool are in eighth place. But so I was, I was. Yeah, hoping- but, uh, recent, recent, recency bias, we're still, last, last game we played, we won, you guys lost. And so um, oh, I was just quiet. hoping to have rhythm and momentum that we've built up over the last few weeks, bring it into this game. You don't have the squad. Yeah, we now Bruno, so, Bruno gets injured, and now you've got Donny back there right. playing. I know you don't so, have the team. Donny, Donny just didn't didn't bring what what I was hoping he could. I was excited for him to get some minutes. Always, I'm like, ooh, get Donny a game, get Donny a game. Ooh, 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 ooh. but ooh, Donny ooh, didn't oh. show up at oh, all. He didn't maybe show up. Um, he didn't show up, a, huh? No, he didn't. Maybe it's a lack of game time. Oh wow. Lack of match fitness, but he wasn't at the races. We miss Bruno today, big time. Oh, that, yeah. We miss Bruno in that pocket behind the, squirrel. the striker. Yeah, the squirrel. The squirrel. He's a very active squirrel. He's a very active squirrel. I'll give him that. But, yeah, you guys are not going to do shit, all right? Listen, you you, you and your delusions thinking you've got a chance to be, like, a strong top four team, you don't have the squad to do that. So, okay? beginning of the second half. Worst start possible. Jalen Ramsey makes it 3-1. An incredible goal. Again, on the counter, it was an amazing counterattack goal. Because when it, was 2-1, when it was 2-1, I was like, okay, they might draw this game. Hopefully they don't win this game. And the way the season has been going, you guys have been somehow getting results. But then, you know, they they found you guys out on the, on the, on the counter. So... Listen, and Lissandro Martinez, what are we, we're going to talk about how dirty that guy is when he fucking elbowed that dude. Nah, I, oh, that was Var dirty. Varchecked uh, it. Oh, right? oh Varchecked it, too. That was dirty. Ronaldo also thought he was in a UFC fight when he was bodying that other dude no. uh, with Tyron Mings. You're saying Tyron Mings had no fault in that situation? Ronaldo freaking threw him to the ground. I think it was Mings. That's, uh, oh, that's no, 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 no. That's no. what the replay shows. They were checking it for Ronaldo, not for Mings. 
But let's let's just, wait, wait. Okay, go. I'm bringing up things and you're just ignoring it. It's funny. This is this is how he does it. This is how he does it. Look at him. I want you to squirm right now, you little bitch. Let's get on to Ronaldo's performance today. Yeah, I I love it when Ronaldo plays. By the way, clap it up for the, one of the greatest players of all time. One of so the greatest much, players. So much of the fan base throws such a fit when Ronaldo doesn't start. They like he's the goat. Why isn't Ronaldo starting? What's going on? Is that really the case, though? I don't think it is. I think there's a lot of the fan base, and you see, it, you, you see the I keyboard think, warriors on social media. I think it's pretty divisive. It's I don't think it's like I think it's almost fifty-fifty now, where people realize but that you guys are better right, without him. Fifty percent is too much, right? Still, so yeah, but uh, I mean, he Ronaldo, has to start. You guys have injuries. We we you have guys don't injuries, have a full right? squad. So, I'll I'll get to that if you give me a chance. Um, Ronaldo Ronaldo was nowhere today. I am done with Cristiano Ronaldo, and I want him to permanently be benched. And I expect him to be gone on the first of January, 2023. I want Ronaldo out the club, and I want him gone immediately. Why don't they just cut him? Why don't you just let him go? Because it's sad. What you guys have done to him is sad. We didn't as do much anything. As I've never liked the guy. Yeah, you did. Okay, he wasn't this bad when he came to United, and last year he wasn't this bad. So what did you do to him? Because he's one of the best players to ever play this game, and somehow your man ETH just came in and fucked it up. ETH ETH is doing a great job for us. No, he's not. ETH is doing a great job for us. He hasn't done anything yet. He hasn't done anything yet. He's it's managed to. He's managed to lose six three to Man City. And four 0 to Brentford. All right. Well, you clearly are. Uh, absolutely. I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm just saying. No, no, no. Uh, explain yourself. And then he's lost three one to Villa. Explain those results. Those are right. big losses, man. Right. Those are big. So the four 0 Brentford, second game of the season. He was still oh, getting used second to. Second game of the season. Who is who his best players were? That four 0 okay. defeat. Right. Okay. And then you saw what happened the next week. I know you remember oh, okay. that game. Okay. Yeah. See how you're ignoring it, what I'm saying now. No, you guys beat us. Uh, we're pretty bad. I've told you, we're, we are on an uphill battle. We have to win a City, lot of games now. City, I didn't expect us to get any points against City. No, you did. You did. Going into that match the day before, you were, you were very positive. You were very high on that game. I mean, it was, it was just being a fan, being optimistic. But realistically... We weren't going to get anything. See, this is where he now he's realistic. Now when he loses, he's always very realistic. Mm. This man. This man is very realistic. It's very convenient. I also, you know, I still don't understand why he didn't wake up. I don't care if you went out last night. It was 6 a.m. It wasn't 4. Why didn't you wake up? Do you tell, can you tell all the United fans that listen to this podcast why you didn't wake up with the rest of them? I needed some rest. You needed some rest with an extra hour? By the way, the clocks, the clocks, we got an extra hour. Daylight hmm. savings, guys. So with an extra hour, you couldn't wake up to watch your team play. Mm. You're that big of a fan. Mm. And then, guys, I was, everyone, I was, I was texting this man. You know, he said he's going to start at the same time as Liverpool Tottenham. So, you know, in my head, I know when Villa goes up 2-0. I know, I know what the score is at halftime. And he's just very quiet. He's very quiet. Doesn't say a single thing. And the first text I got from you was, I don't know. It was at halftime, and it was just, uh, you know, it was about scheduling the podcast. It was scheduling the recording. So uh, very, very, very quiet guy. Like I said, on the golf course, he just, you know, when it's, when it's very tense, he goes and just he hits his ball, and he's off 50 yards ahead. He's off 50 yards ahead. By the way, um, you, 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 <laughs> we need to bring up what the golf thing, um, the guy that was hitting the ball at you all day. The last five holes, there was someone trying to hit me with a golf ball. <laughs> Who did you think it was? Hole 13, I think it was the hole starter. The first Do you hole. know, okay, do you know, do you, would you, what would your reaction be if I told you that it was Zach throwing the golf ball at you? <laughs> <laughs> Zach was literally throwing the ball <laughs> behind you every time. The fact that you didn't know that and pick up on it was blows my mind. Yeah, I was like, I was like, how is this even possible right now? Every time it happened, you're like, 
Zach's got a cannon arm, man. He was throwing it at you, and every single time it was the same reaction. You were like, where's this ball coming from? Where's this ball coming from? <laughs> and overall, you know what? Disappointing result for Man United today. Um, shit step, result. Shit. Step, step you guys back. are shit. Uh, step back as we try. You guys, and are, you guys are dog shit. Step back as shit. we try and get into the top four. But at What's the end smell? of the day. What's that smell? What's that smell? That's all. That's a smell. That's a smell of dog shit. At the end of the day, I think we, you know, we're still three points behind fourth place, and we've got a we've got <laughs> a game in hand. So I think we're in a good spot. We're still in a good spot. We, we also Fulham. have a game in hand, by the way. We beat Fulham um, next week. We go into the World Cup, possibly in. Hey, Fulham's place. not easy. So I think we we're in a great spot, Eric what Ten if, Hag. You know, this the is. Man. Worst case scenario for you guys is if Bruno picks up an injury at the World Cup. That's not good. It's a lot of games. Uh, but we, we, we clearly lack uh, we clearly lack the squad depth, uh, and the, today showed the quality. But I think what was not acceptable was the way we started the game. Yeah, and I, I think it's you're 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 just optimistic, which is fine. You're allowed to be optimistic as a fan, but I think. Th- you're going to start to realize these teams with thin squads that have players going to the World Cup, it's going to be tricky coming back. Because there's well, no the one, break, man. There's the no one, break. Yeah, that's, yeah, I know. Well, one thing, you, you, even if you have a big squad, you've got to have a big squad with quality. And I think yeah, even yeah, yeah. If we, had 20, we have 25 players, but the players replacing the starters who are injured are not yeah. good enough at Man United. So that in January, we still need strengthening. So Okay. Let's see how the window goes. But anyway, so, so in summary, you guys are dog shit. Let's move on <laughs> to the other games and news of the week. Yeah, yeah. So MLS Cup, crazy, crazy ending to the season there. That was a wild, wild ending. Two goals in stoppage time of extra time. Incredible. Gareth Bale, big game. Gareth Bale scoring with the equalizer in the 128th minute or some shit. So Philadelphia makes it 3-2 in the 124th minute? Yeah. And then Bale in the 128th. The guy always scores in the final somehow. He's, you know, still Wild. doing it. Um, and then, yeah, and then LAFC won it all. So Keelini and Gareth Bale. In penalties. Keelini, Keelini yeah. Yeah, I mean, they don't know how to take penalties in MLS, obviously. Let's be real. <laughs> MLS penalties? Come on. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Chiellini and Gareth Bale, they got a trophy. More trophies than Man United in the last five years. Great for them. Um, so yeah, MLS season ended. Um, sad that Austin FC didn't, didn't get to the final. You know, LAFC is a strong team. So I think they're, they're the best team this year, you know, from beginning to end. So good for them. Congrats to them. Um, and then the other big Premier League game, obviously, today was Arsenal-Chelsea. Huge win for Arsenal. That was... Because of the way the City game went yesterday, they had a red card early and escaped in stoppage time when they scored, right, City? Like, it was pressure on Arsenal to get a result today at Stamford Bridge. Huge result. I mean... I I think now you can't say Arsenal are not title challenges after that. Oh, no, yeah. It's them and City. Uh, it, so, for me, now you win at Stamford Bridge, especially when... You know when you're chasing a team who scores a last-minute goal and goes above you in the league table and you got to play the next day? Mentally, you're like, this is going to be draining, man. How do we keep up? But then they go to Stamford Bridge and they win. Um, and and they – I don't think Chelsea had, like, shot on goal. Like, they, they – Saliba is – he's Virgil van Dijk two years ago. This is the way he's playing right now. He is bullying everyone that he plays against. And I mean, he did, Obama Yang today did nothing. I mean, Chelsea, Kai Havers did nothing. Yeah, Chelsea, Chelsea did not look good, um, and and that was a huge win for Arsenal. So, like I said, they they've Arsenal, got the, yeah. Arsenal are Premier League title contenders. One hundred percent. Yeah, I, I I had them as my sneaky top four team this year. So I'm 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 happy to see Arsenal back. The the Premier League is better and more fun when Arsenal is good. Um, when Not are, when you have these fake teams like Man City and, and Chelsea buying buying their way to 
to the top. You know, we have you know, we have traditional clubs that you know, agreed. Um, yeah. Are we not Arsenal and Man City playing each other? That's a good question. Let's see. That's it's obviously going to be after the World Cup, right? So yeah. I imagine I bet that's like a Boxing Day fixture, just based on the fact they haven't played yet. Oh, it got postponed. It got postponed. It was supposed to play. Oh, that was the Queen's the month. Queen's weekend, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. It was uh, because Arsenal had their Europa League rescheduled. Oh, now. right. Yeah. So the yeah, week yeah. we had midweek games a few weeks ago, Arsenal couldn't play Man City. So they're going to have to reschedule that. So they'll play each other twice in the new year. Yeah, it's going to be huge. Those games are going to be huge. I mean, huge. So, City and Pe- I mean, and I think it's like it's Arteta and Pep. They know each other pretty well. They have the same style, um, so, so it's going to be a pretty open game too. I bet they're both going to go after it. Um, so, what is um, we hearing some stuff about Ivan Tony? Yeah, Ivan Tony. I saw that this morning. Um, he released a statement today, but apparently he's under investigation for some gambling allegations. So he's obviously, I think he's going to be in the World Cup squad if he's available. Um, he's uh, Bravado awesome. or Bet365? <laughs> well, it's legal in the UK, so I don't know. But this is apparently going back to before he was at Brentford or before they were in the Premier League. I don't know the exact timeline, but I was trying to look for details. Couldn't really find anything. I think it's just they're, they're investigating him currently. And he say, his statement was like, "We're I'm, I'm following all the protocols, blah, blah, blah. I still want to play in the World Cup, blah, blah, blah. So... We'll see what happens, but what's another the, loss. What's the over and under on Ivan Tony playing in the World Cup? I mean, if you really did do this, gambling is a big no-no in sports. I mean, they just, people get blackballed. I mean, freaking what in NFL? What's the guy? Calvin Ramsey bet a thousand dollars and suspended a whole season. Um, mm. But Deshaun Watson, you know, touched twenty-five women incorrectly, and he only got suspended eleven games. So, what's the lesson? What's the takeaway from that? <laughs> I guess rub and tug is okay, but gambling is not. Oh, wow. Uh, it's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, yeah, Ivan Tony, we'll see. I, he's an exciting player. He's one of your guys' targets, I'm assuming, for striker. I think you guys would, might probably make a move for him. Um, he's an exciting player, which if he can't go to the World Cup, that's another guy out of the England squad that I think can make a difference. Um, and then... What else was there? Do we have any? Um, oh, and then I did want to bring up. Obviously, the World Cup is now two weeks away. These injuries are piling up, man. Mm. People that are missing tournaments. Son had a, which is a scary-looking thing. I couldn't find a replay of what happened or how it happened, but midweek he got his head bashed in, and the photo, the frame. It was there was a dent in his head, dude. It was a dent in his face, around his eye. Like it was a visible dent. So he's having surgery on that, some orbital fracture, I'm assuming. So unlikely he's going to play. So that sucks because he's one of the best, you know, wing players in the world. Chilwell is got now. So that's another guy, another English uh, fullback that's gone. Um, Alfonso Davies for Canada. He pulled up his hammy. He's gone. Jota has already been injured for Liverpool. Varane for you guys, which J- Varane might play. We're saying he, it might not be as bad, so he might play in the team, but he'll miss a couple games. Mm. Which is but it's just tough with how fast the games are in the World Cup. Like you can't pick your fitness up. It's just, and then it's if an- he comes back too early, then you get injured. But you know, with France, they've got so many center backs. I don't think it's an issue for them. But it's uh, it's just these big players. Absolute- it sucks. You know? Absolute diabolical mess that the World Cup is in December. It's it's so bad. I mean, this the fact that it's in Qatar in the first place. It's fucking it's crazy. All... They let that happen. They had all this time to fix it and move it and all this, and now you know you waited and it was all money. Obviously, we know it's that. All but, money. And there's a Netflix documentary coming out, which maybe we'll we'll watch and talk about in the podcast. But it's it's convenient timing that's coming out before this was going to go into the whole corruption with this whole World Cup and FIFA. Mm. You know, mm. so. And then, you know, then rescheduling it to December with no concrete plan, no... I think usually there's like a, f- a three, four-week break, you know, where there's this build-up to the World Cup, getting players healthy that, from the end of the season. It's, yeah, I don't know. It's it's sad, but 
you know, I'm still excited to see the games, but it's just the the whole situation is just kind of. It'll be interesting to see the quality of the matches from January onwards. I think it's going to be very hard for managers to rotate. Well, they have to rotate heavily. I think yeah. you could see a lot of twists and turns because managers will need to chop and change. They won't be able to play their best 11 every week. They'll play two games a week. So yeah, two games a week for like four or five months straight. It's going to be yeah. crazy. So let's see. All right. But well. yeah. All right, so now we'll move to the segment of the week, uh, Love is Blind. We've both been watching season three, the latest one, and the finale is on released on Wednesday. So we thought we'll give you a um, background overview, our thoughts on what's happened so far this season, just before the finale hits on Wednesday. So yeah. um, where do you want to start? Why don't we start with one of the couples, uh, Batiste and Nancy, maybe? Oh God, barista, barista. <laughs> That's his name on TikTok. I mean, so yeah. I mean, the thing with this Love Is Blind show is it's what I like about it is I think it's the one reality dating show where it's got the most normal people. A lot of times, I think you get these like for the girls or like even guys like these Instagram influencer type people on. But yeah, Love Is Blind thing. He you know works in FTD just like you, barista. Dude, he was the only person on the show who was working. Everyone else was off, but Batista was freaking, or Barista was on Excel on the show. <laughs> that just goes to show, man. FTD. But, yeah, he he's he's very he's like a narcissistic man, dude. He's so like he goes on the show to find love by you know not worrying about physical things, and as soon as he gets out of the pods and looks at Nancy, he's like, mm. "Oh, physical is a big deal." Mm. <laughs> looks, looks matter one hundred percent. Looks matter. Me, hey Raven, me and you, we we're 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 great. We're great on paper. We look good together. He openly admitted to Nancy that he he likes Raven. Like that is that what is an idiot, good. dude. Like, That's what, what I'm saying. He's just very uh, thing. And then he's 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 coming up with all these things of like you know Nancy's ex boyfriend is involved in her business and it's like that's why I'm not into her. Blah blah blah. He's 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 he's, he's like type. He's just you know. And what about number the one part, narcissist? Yeah, one hundred percent. What about the part where so you you for people who haven't watched or are going to start watching, you meet the person, you can't see them. You're both in a pod and you can't see them, right? And you speed date. But you basically date like every everyone like on the everyone other side. Like, there. Yeah. First or second date, Batiste is chatting to Nancy. He tells Nancy, "I want to pump kids into you." I'm like, "Oh wow." Well, yeah, and by the way, Nancy and her whole egg thing, like when she's, she said she's got like 100 yeah. eggs out in the world. She, yeah, and she's, she's crazy. That's she crazy. To eight different families. Yeah, and, and she's like, she also signed the paperwork to be like when those kids turn 18, they're, if they want to like get in touch with her, mm. it's okay. Like that's just like unnecessary drama you're putting into your 100 eggs in the world. And you're saying like if if something goes wrong, you don't know how those kids are going to be robbed. Like something could happen to their parents, and then then they'll be like, "Oh, my biological mother can help me." Dude, that's unnecessary drama. And then she wants to have ten kids by herself. Yeah, no. Yeah, She's no. thirty three. That's not that's not possible, Nancy. Physically, that's not possible. Um, Let's be real. Um, but so she's 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 uh, she's also you know she seems like pretty normal personality but she just got some, some weird quirks that whole conversation they had when she was talking about like plunging the toilet the shit with like the scrubber yeah what the fu- on the on day one dude very <laughs> weird but um what about andrew dude andrew oh my god consultant, he's a dog so let me tell you <laughs> folks andrew starts talking about sexual pleasure on his yeah. date in the pod and yeah. he said, have you ever had transcendental sex? <laughs> and he then went on to tell the girl that, that he can now have an orgasm without ejaculating. This guy is the biggest. He's so full of shit. I mean, he is. You could clearly tell he was just on the show for clout. Um, yeah. that, 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 the, I love that the producers kept that the confessional scene in when, you know, it was, I think, when Nancy turned him down, right? Um, mm, he proposed to yeah. Nancy, and he yeah. then, like, in the interviews after, he's like, they're like, we're rolling, and he's like, oh, uh, we're rolling, and then he, like, puts the eye drops into to oh, fake yeah. the tears. Like, yeah. dude, are you dude, that dumb? Are you so, <laughs> like, I saw that, I'm like, are you kidding me, right? I cannot believe. 
yeah. they showed that. What a clown. I mean, just yeah. an absolute, just a freak show. And then when he, he comes back later on, when everybody's out of the pods and they're all living together and they all go have a night out, they, you know, they bring a few other people from the pods, like from the thing that didn't find love. And, mm. you know, he's trying to stir the pot with Nancy and <laughs> he's, he's an absolute crazy. The guy, the way he's talking is like, I was stacking paper and I was traveling the world. I became a photographer. But he's just the most full of himself guy. Everything he said, I just can't believe. I won't believe anything he says. Dude. Oh, but um, what about um, Colleen and Matt? Yeah, that's toxic. That, that guy, that guy Matt is uh, looks like he's on cocaine. 100%, yeah, like Matt, all like twenty four seven. Matt he looks blows. like bad bad news. And I'll tell you what, yeah. though, Colleen is the love of my life. <laughs> Colleen, I love you so much, and I just want to let you know that if I was, I honestly, show, I I I date you, Colleen, and I and I, I think you really ought, <laughs> Colleen. I love you. I, I don't think she's that pretty. Personally, I think she's pretty, but I found a ranker on the show of like people that are in the, like of all the couple, all the girls are in couples. I would say Raven, uh, uh, Zunup, and then Colleen are my, mm. is my, my order. Um, something about her personality, I was just like, this girl's just, you- but she's also like, she's just trying to show, like, tell this Matt dude that she's like so in love with him, but he was like her third choice. Yeah. yeah, like she, she got dumped by Bartiz. She got rejected or... twice in in episode one, dude, by two guys. Oh yeah, yeah, brutal. It was it was Brennan and Cole, right? Those Brennan and guys. Cole. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, she probably is just she's just on it now. So just gotta... again, you know, when these reality shows are on, like it's all very like it's it's never really real. A lot of it is kind of scripted and shit and. Yeah, you know, pe- the people are on it for wrong reasons. There's always going to be people like that. So I feel like she just was like, I got to stay on the show. So thing. And then that Matt guy, which to be fair, like, I guess his, his past, I think he like met his high school girlfriend, married her. And then she cheated on him and had a, a like got pregnant having an affair. So he's very scarred from that. It seems mm-hmm. like, and he's just, he just blows up every time there's a sniff of, some, Dude, you know, but do you drama. remember? Do you remember now when they engage and it's close to wedding day, Brennan and Alexa. So Alexa gets on the camera and she started talking about Brennan and how the relationship's going. Mm-hmm. And she started talking about the sex they were having. And she said, well, on the first couple of times they're having sex, it was pretty normal. But then she's like, I told Brennan. To throw me around. Be, I want to be tossed around and I want to have <laughs> aggressive sex. She oh, told man. the camera she wants to have aggressive sex and be tossed around. Alexa, <laughs> you're a bad, bad girl. Brent, yeah, that guy Brennan and uh, the dude SK are like the nicest guys. They seem oh, like dude, the most. SK is my boy. SK. The most, yeah, that's our guy. That's our guy. Yeah, yeah. SK is Nigerian, Nigerian brother. Yeah, yeah. Um, those are the two most normal guys, I think, yeah. on the show. Yeah. And I think Brennan and Alexa, I think they'll end up together. I do think Alexa like seems to be very controlling, and Brennan is just kind of like a yes guy. So Alexa is very controlling. Uh, you got to watch out for a girl like Alexa, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, I mean she's he's converting to Judaism. He's doing everything. Yeah, to, like, he's doing everything. This girl, and, so. I mean, the father took a knife out to get him circumcised as well. <laughs> yeah. You know, so Brennan, yeah. dude, Brennan, your dick's gonna be chopped off soon. So um, tough, man. Then, but do you remember the time when um, SK and Raven were chatting? And Raven was like, look, um, I do work in the service industry. And yeah. straight away, I thought, she's a stripper. That's what I was, that's weird. So I was watching with my housemates, and when we were watching, we were like, wait, is she saying, like, is she a <laughs> yeah. escort? Is she a, uh, yeah, she's a stripper? And then it was like, oh, no, I'm just a ball service girl. I was like, what? <laughs> the way they produced, the way they edited Dude. that made it seem yeah. like it was this whole yeah. thing. Yeah, but this whole, but it all was she so is. funny. She does bottle service, but yeah. then um, so you like Raven? You you love Raven, or you just like her? I think she. Yeah, I think she's the. I think she's the the hottest one. Is she the one for you? I I don't know if I would be able. To, I yeah. I don't. I just looks wise. I would say. I just offer of that. But okay. I'd say of all the girls, I would say Zanov is probably thing. So yeah, that's the other one. The other couple like Zanov and Cole. They're they're just on different planets, dude. Like, and you know what the thing about me, the deal breaker for me is Zanab doesn't like Brussels sprouts. You know, that's a big, 
That's a big fucking issue. Are you like, a big Brussels sprouts guy? Uh, you know what? When I, yeah, You're a big. Know, what's your, what do you have for breakfast, oatmeal, and then what, I guess you have Brussels sprouts for lunch. What do you have for dinner? <laughs> <laughs> I can't see your face right now. I'm going to be straight for you. The last 10 minutes, your, your, your face has been frozen. I can still hear you, but this is... Um. Uh, uh, like, well, just as well. All right. Am I unfrozen now? No, no, it's fine. I mean, I'm sure it's still recording. It's still fine. It's just, yeah, no, it's it's still just fine, froze yeah. on my end. But um, um, that dude, Cole, he's way too honest. Like, yes, everything he's thinking is probably pretty valid and logical. Like, mm. of course, like, Colleen is, is, is objectively a hot girl. And he said that. But it's like, you just don't so, have to say that out but loud. Exactly. So Cole and Colleen were chatting at the pool party, right? And Cole yeah. goes up to Colleen and say, hey, yeah, we chatted in the pods. And I think... Um, you know, in the real world, I would date you. You're the type of girl I'd date. But then yeah. Zanab, Zanab asked Cole, you should rate me. Rate me. Now, that is a trap. Folks, if you get asked yeah. to rate your girlfriend, do not answer <laughs> the question. That is very, very dangerous. Yeah, and you're only, the only answer there is he's a 10. Like, you have to just say yeah, that. Yeah, you're, you're like, a 10. You're, you're um, an 11. Yeah, Zanab is just, she seems like a super chill girl, but she's very insecure. Yeah. Like she's pretty. I don't understand why she doesn't like. She's she's a she's a pretty girl. Like I, I don't see thing, but you know maybe she's had some stuff that's happened issues. But she just seems a little in, too insecure. Like this, the second there's a sniff of, uh, you know, Cole not being into her physically as much, then she's constantly thinking about that the whole time. But they're also mm -hmm. just different. Like he's like twenty five, twenty six. Yeah, she's like dude. in her thirties. So it's like. It's never going to work. You're on two different planets. Like no. You're 25. That guy's probably going out and doing coke every weekend. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? <laughs> um, but, yeah, dude, that was all my takes on Love is Blind. Yeah, great show. I love it. You should. You, you haven't seen the first two seasons. but I haven't seen them. What the do you first think of the first two seasons? Oh, I mean, it's great. I mean, the first season, Netflix had it perfectly. They dropped it in the middle of the pandemic when mm. there was nothing on and no sports. So it, it took the – I think it was, like, one of the most watched reality shows. And – some interesting characters in season one. Um, season two, they, there's a, there's an Indian guy on there who's an absolute dickhead. Shake, I mean, he got he he was uh, he was gonna marry. He was dating an Indian girl on there as well. She was a super nice girl, and he was he was a big thing for him was he just wasn't physically into her. And then he just thing, and then he got lucky because at the end she was like, I don't want to be with you mm. at, at the altar. And then he was like. Oh, thank God. Yeah, I don't want to be with you either. And, then, <laughs> and literally at the wedding, he's like, you know, I'm just cool. My friends are here. We're just going to party. I'm going to go to Nobu on Sunday night. <laughs> he's the worst guy. And then just still at the reunion, just didn't really even give two shits about it. So yeah, I'll definitely, you should definitely check out the other two seasons. Um, For sure. All righty, folks. We come to the end of episode 12. Hope you've enjoyed yes. it. In summary, Man United are dog shit. Don't and Jasheen, Jasheen cheats at golf. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and comment. Uh, appreciate the support. Dev and Neil, yes. I, beat, I beat your cousin Sonny at golf this shout weekend. Out, shout out, Luke. Good win for Arsenal today. Cheers, Luke. All right. Thanks, folks.